Harvey Smith, author of The Process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message in my series, The Process. If you've missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, which were The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, Procrastination and Thief of Time, If I Only Knew Then What I Know Now, and Your 86,400 Seconds. <laughs> Over 50 acronyms and life-changing stories. They all can be heard on several streaming outlets, such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. Please search for Mark Smith, The Process, to revisit and or to listen to those messages again. When I sat down and began to write the messages in Series 8, I envisioned what is really needed to convey when I made the statement chess versus checkers. But before bringing you up to speed on the frequent flyer miles that we've amassed thus far in the prior messages, let me first remind you of my global mission statement for this series. Make sure you hold this close to you. Are you ready? Here we go. Although growing forward seems difficult at times, the lessons learned all point to removing a life lived transactional to a life of living transformational. When I introduced this series a month ago, it was centered around a trip to Houston, Texas to celebrate life, love, and growing. Not just the typical definition or common word association that many have with the word growing. It was centered around my granddaughter's and my son's birthday and the meeting of a couple who were doing all they could do to understand the difference between transactional and transformational. Building from that message, I shared a conversation that happened with a good friend of mine who was at the crossroads of his life. Unsure what I term as his quote unquote foundation for living, we shared some of the things that have been in our line of sight since our youth. From our parents, our old places of employment, and even more. All these things are essential with moving forward in the quest of getting 1% better each day. Again, for additional detailed information on the two acronyms and stories mentioned above, please visit the outlets mentioned to hear those in its entirety. Well, well, well. With the new year upon us, there have been a variety of events, personally and professionally, that have taken place, and the year is not even 60 days old. Although I've often repeated that time stands still for no one, there are times when I personally wish things could and would slow down. I say this because Tasha and I are amid home remodeling, which I also termed as forced organization. In late uh, November of 2022, we had a pipe burst behind our kitchen sink that caused severe damage to my wife's craft room, which is her business. Sadly, this was not the first time her studio slash business has had to, to reform, reformat operations due to water damage coming from our upstairs kitchen. The first time occurred in July of 2018 when we had our first family reunion that, at our house that we hosted. Family from Arizona, Texas, Ohio, and North Carolina all converged on our home for 10 straight days. Now, as I look at for the comparison to each of these uh, occurrences, I noticed a couple of things that were consistent. First, I believe we ignored the warning signs that were presented to us prior. 
For example, there was a hue of discoloration in the craft room ceiling. Secondly, there was a unique odor that was present in the garbage disposal and in the dishwasher. And finally, there were a few strange family relationships that seemed to be identical in nature. Let me be more specific on what I mean. Many that know me well know that the first message I released was entitled AIR. That's A-I-R-R. Which stood for accountability, integrity, responsibility, and respect. This is what many feel are now are the missing fundamental set of components in the world that we live in today. Recently, I reminded my friend that the classroom of the world comes at the feet of our elders. And disrespecting one's elders is not an area I, along with many others, are willing to deviate from. So as with July of 2018 and in November of 2022, I had an interesting yet educational experience with a family member I will call Sean for today. Sean and I are 11 months apart and, and we're at one point very, very close. So close that everyone thought we were brothers while we were in elementary school, junior high, and even a good portion of our high school year. We were, for the most of our lives, like brothers. Then more like brothers, I would say, more than cousins with, with two different internal and external lives of BS, <laughs> belief systems. Now, I know that disagreements are not uncommon with family. However, sometimes it seems that outside influences sometimes cloud judgments that cripples the heart and cripples the soul. Seems. Societies expectations exceeds morality sometimes let me further explain what i'm saying today with this acronym seems i'm gonna start with the first letter which i said was the s and or society has anyone ever said to you if i were you or how about i think you should while sometimes I believe this type of advice can be given out of love from your circle, there are those instances when they derive from jealousy, envy, or even hate, or your cage. There's another aspect that is also considered that is humans base their decisions on opinions of others or what society deems appropriate. That is how the first difference of reaction and action occur with Sean and I in July of 2018. There's a saying that goes, society worship those who are beautiful, but puts shame on those who aren't. If you don't see a problem with this, <laughs> you are part of the problem. On the last evening of the family reunion, Tasha and I were selected to have what, what, what they termed as a game night for all the family members that were in town from the various locations. We converted our gym, an adjacent patio area to into a casino style environment. We rented two slot machines, set up a few blackjack tables, and even had a roulette wheel brought in. Now, we didn't use real money for any of the casino games, as all the games were just for the experience of having a good time. In the other portion of the basement was a pool table, the dartboard, and a chessboard. And finally, Outside in the backyard, we had three cornhole stations and a station for nine holes of mini golf. 
So, as all the family members and guests seemed to be having a great time and laughter filled the air, I'd notice an argument ensuing with Sean and a female cousin of mine. Unsure of what was transpiring, I excused myself from one of the corn, cornhole stations and went to see what the disagreement was all about. Cheryl, my cousin, who was a huge competitor in everything she does, apparently felt disrespected by Sean near the mini golf area. Since I did not witness what had transpired, I asked them both to first hold their voices down, then second to walk with me to another part of the yard to discuss what transpired. Now, I know from experience that Sean can be a bit of a hothead, but he really has a good heart. He just has some difficulty sometimes accurately expressing himself. Many have said they believe he's a very rude person who only cares about himself. Now keep in mind, society can be weird sometimes, meaning it tells us to be ourselves and yet judges us for it. I call that transactional. I want to move to the next letter in seams, which I said was the E. <laughs> Or that dreaded word, expectations. In um, seeking that everyone in attendance this evening would have a magical and memorable time, Tasha and I had mentally set the expectations that this final evening would go off without any type of friction. <laughs> With that being the case, I had to admit, I was disappointed that Sean and Cheryl were amid some sort of disagreement. Cheryl allegedly um, felt that he abruptly told her and her son that they needed to hurry up and finish the game of mini golf to allow him and his son to play. As mentioned before, my cousin was a fierce competitor and didn't take too kindly to being bullied in any game she participated in. Known to put pressure on herself to be the best in everything she does, it stood to reason that they, <laughs> of course, had words. There's one thing that I know about pressure, and that is pressure is the combination of expectations, scrutiny, and consequences. If the consequences are grave, then, then you feel more pressure. And if you feel more pressure, you react in a, a variety number of ways. Nevertheless, I needed to diffuse this before it got out of hand and affected the other family members that were in attendance. When asking Sean for his version, he proclaimed that his <laughs> expectations for today's events was for him and his son to be able to get in as many games in a two-hour window and then leave. He went on to say that time limits should have been set on all the games. <laughs> oh boy. Without getting myself distracted and upset by his comment and his tone, I took a deep breath and thought of what my elders would say. I recall telling my wife one time that when you have expectations, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. But I needed something more to remove this mindset that Sean was displaying. Then it came to me. As he and Cheryl were staring each other down with disgust, all I could think about was those innocent children who were witnessing two, quote, grown-ups, so to speak, in, a, in acting in a childish way over a game. I stepped in between them and said, life is under no obligation to give us what we expect. <laughs> Let me repeat that for some of you who might need to hear it again. 
Life is under no obligation to give us what we expect. Many times in life, our expectations are derived from a selfish nature. I know this all too well because I, like Sean, had to eradicate the transactional mentality that seems to be a trademark in society today. Of course, and as anticipated, he turned away from Cheryl and I, grabbed his son, <laughs> and left for the evening. Several family members asked about his whereabouts later on in the evening, and I politely stated he wasn't feeling good and left. You see, far too often, our own expectations are created with society's expectations and not really what's important. Sadly, oh so sadly, there's a good chance that it will always exceed morality sometimes as well. Wow. Let me get on with the last three letters in scenes, which is the E, the M, and the S, which I classically said exceeds morality sometimes. There was something that I had anticipated, and that is I would not hear from Sean for a few months after that incident. <laughs> and with his transactional mindset, <laughs> of course, that came to fruition. When we did reconnect, he still didn't feel his behavior was out of line. There are some who found his behavior that day out of character, but I always had a saying that is people change when they are ready to change and not when we want them to change. I subscribe to the theory that integrity is choosing your thoughts and actions based on values rather than your own personal gain. It would take me several hours to share everything that that was also said that evening, but in taking a closer look at the world we live in, the transactional mindset exceeds morality sometimes. I like to believe everyone has the propensity to change where they are to reach where they desire to become. <laughs> I call that transformational. So, as time passed and with continuous effort to help shine become cognizant of how his attitude affects others, it was felt or seemed he was beginning to revisit a few things in his life. But before I go any further, I nor anyone else has the right to judge or say what is right or wrong. I want to make that clear. I just know that I had what I term as the traffic jam mindset, one that played checkers for a great portion of my life and not chess. And coming out of that was very difficult since my thought process was one that exceeded the morality and was not consistent with the way my parents raised me. Therefore, I could most definitely say that I've been there, done that, and worn the t-shirt that Sean was wearing that proclaimed, it's all about me. But just as others didn't give up on me, I would never, ever stop trying to help him see life is much more fulfilling transformational well this brings me to the second and last interaction with sean that happened on november 19th 2022 my birthday yes the big celebration of taking the trip around the sun tasha had everything organized down to the time of the events that were going to take place that night the food that was going to be served, the music playlist, heck, my baby had it all under control. My mother had flown in from Ohio to join the celebration, and the guest list was full of past, present, and what is now a few new friends. 
While my mother and I were out grabbing some last minute food items, Patasha called me to say that we had another potential problem in her craft room. <laughs> Man, you talk about a mood changer. My attitude went back to the place I speak often, so often about. The one that questions why the heck is this happening? Also known as one that exceeds morality sometimes. And now it only lasted a moment and I regrouped and turned my attention to the blessings of being able to speak, walk, talk and think on my own. I mentioned Tasha had the timing of events down to a science since she had a guest scheduled to arrive at different times to add to the excitement of that evening. Well, around 745, <laughs> there was a knock on the basement door and it was Sean. Now, keep in mind, we hadn't spoken in several, several months, but nevertheless, I was glad to see him on the special day. I mentioned prior that people don't change and then they're truly ready to change. A person's mindset will stay transactional until they are ready to embrace one of transformation. And after a very brief conversation with him, it still seemed he had not arrived on that side of the bridge yet. With a diverse group of people at the party, I quickly reminded Sean that it takes 20 years to build a reputation and five minutes to ruin it. And if you keep that in mind, you'll do things differently. Again, it was as though what I said went in one ear and out the other. Shortly thereafter, there was some sort of commotion outside in the patio area. <laughs> and you probably could guess who was entangled amid the disturbance. From what was told to me, Sean had a few words with several guests outside. One of the people was my good friend from Columbus, Ohio, named Alan. Alan, <laughs> a self-proclaimed reformed knucklehead, formerly had a reputation of having a short temper and one that would not hesitate to use violence as the answer to all the negative situations he encountered. There's a saying that there are those days when God was truly on your side, and I believe this was the perfect analogy for what was transpiring with Sean and Alan outside. For everyone that was involved, I can honestly say that I am glad Alan had made the choice to embrace living transformational over time. From all accounts, Sean was annoying everyone he spoke with as he was bragging about the material things that he had amassed, which is typical of him and one that exceeds morality sometimes. After hearing all this information from our guests, I made the decision to summons him upstairs in my office for our final conversation of the night. See, understanding that my conversation was not going to end well, this was my day of celebration and the guests didn't deserve to be ridiculed and or disrespected. As we entered my office, he could sense I was not happy and honestly, I had to take a deep breath to ensure that I said the right words out of love and not out of anger. Instead of blasting him, I decided to tell him a story, which is the same one that I want to close this message with today. Once upon a time, two brothers lived on an adjoining farms. Um, they fell into conflict. It was the first serious rift in 40 years of farming side by side, sharing machinery and trading labor and goods as needed without a hitch. Then the long collaboration fell apart. It began with a small misunderstanding 
and it grew into a major difference. And finally, it exploded into an exchange of bitter words, followed by weeks of silence. One morning, there was a knock on John's door. He opened it to find a man with a carpenter's box. I'm looking for for, uh, work for a few days, he said. Perhaps you will have a few small jobs here that, um, that I could help you with. Yes, said the older brother. I do have a job for you. Look across the creek at that farm. That's my neighbor. In fact, it's my younger brother. Last week, there was a meadow between us, and he took his bulldozer to the river levee, and now there's a creek between us. Well, he may have done this to spite me, but I'll go and get one better. See that pile of lumber curing by the barn? I want you to build me a fence, an eight-foot fence, so I won't need to see his place anymore. Cool him down anyhow. The carpenter said, I think I understand the situation. Show me the nails and the post hole digger and I'll be able to do a job that pleases you. The older brother had to go to town for supplies. So he helped the carpenter get the materials ready and then he was off for the day. The carpenter worked hard all that day measuring, sawing and nailing. About sunset when the farmer returned, the carpenter had just finished the job. The farmer's eyes wide open, his jaw dropped. There was no fence there at all. It was a bridge, a bridge stretching from one side of the creek to the other. A fine piece of work, handrails and all, and the neighbor, his younger brother, was coming across with his hands outstretched. You are quite a fellow to build this bridge after all I've said and done. The two brothers stood at each other's end of the bridge and and then they met in the middle, taking each other's hand. They turned to see the carpenter's hoist toolbox on his shoulder. No, wait, stay a few days. I've got a lot of other projects for you, said the older brother. <laughs> I'd love to stay on, said the carpenter, but I have many more bridges to build. Every day, we have the choice to build fences or build bridges, one that leads to isolation and the other to openness. With a tear in his eye, Sean said, I told, told I told himself and he told me how sorry for the selfish attitude he had carried with him through life. Letting him to continue to vent, he professed he sees now that he's tired of building fences and committed to the steps of living transformational and wants to build bridges. With tears still overflowing, I gave Sean a hug and told him that this is not easy, but he can win this internal turmoil. Society's expectations exceeds morality sometimes hits home with everyone who goes through the battle of change as he left for the night i was quick to remind him what i've said for many many years some of you know this quite well because i say change is hard at first messy in the middle but rewarding in the end and i look forward to watching his existing life that's lived transactional to one that he's embracing a transformational Let me remind you again of how we started and how we begin to conclude that is with my global mission statement for this series. If you didn't get it, here's your time. Although going forward seems difficult at times, the lessons learned all point to removing a life lived transactional to a life of living transformational. Sean's decision to make the necessary changes in life resembles not only my own, 
but so many others that each of us know. Now is the time when it's so important to become that person who can help someone who seems to need encouragement to grow. That person may be you listening today. Truth be told, I think about the detrimental results of how society's expectations exceeds morality, sometimes more often than you can even imagine. While many of us are still battling what we need to have internal peace that we desire, always remember it's our process to be the best we can be. But when we feel we've fallen short or experiencing those difficult days, I need you to look in the mirror and remind yourself of my simple promise. That is, your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mom, I love you very, very much. And thank you again for your support. To my mother-in-law, Sarah Wilson, rest in peace. To our children and grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you and we'll see you soon. Transactional. <laughs> Transactional to transformational. Chess versus checkers all require subtle shifts in the thoughts we think, the actions we take, and the visions we see. Seems society's expectations exceeds morality sometimes is a real issue that millions battle every day. Our perceptions and the reactions to others start from the moment our feet hit the floor in the morning. But to do so, it is in paramount. It is essential. It is mandatory. We take a strong look in our mirror. <laughs> and that's simple. Because change truly begins and ends within to ensure we all embark on actions that remain concurrent with legacy changing actions for 2023 and beyond. God bless you. And I will speak with you soon.